Hi, Manny Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. This is another episode in our series entitled, There's a Form for That. And in this case, there's three forms for that, although they all do something a little bit different. And we're talking today about forms 18, 19, and 52. Form 18 is an amendment to a listing agreement. Form 19 is the status change input data sheet. If you're a Northwest MLS member and you may or may not use Form 19 if you're a member of an MLS other than Northwest MLS, and then Form 52, which is a conditional release of listing. And I'm joined today by my friend, Camden Schutte. Yeah, I'm Camden Schutte, designated broker for 360 Property mm-hmm. Management, Caldwell Banker 360 team on Whidbey and Fidalgo Island. And you are a member of Northwest MLS. We are, yes. Okay. And so, um, again, there, the, these issues could be slightly different if you're a member of a different MLS, but for the most part, the concepts that we're discussing are going to be the same regardless of which MLS you're a member of across the state. <clears throat> I want to draw a distinction between Form 18, the amendment to the listing agreement, yep and form 19, which is the status change form. So Camden, when might you use the status change form? Well, anytime that you have, like if your listing goes pending or if you're extending the date or uh, temporarily off the market, there's a number of different options that are listed on that form to change the status within the MLS. Okay. And it's a pretty self-explanatory form. Yeah. If you need to change the status of your listing for any reason, you can look through the Form 19, if, if, if you're a Northwest MLS member particularly, or if you have access to Form 19, you can look through Form 19 and see if it has a checkbox corresponding with what you and the seller are trying to accomplish. Um, and uh, Camden, you mentioned that you could extend the listing agreement using the status change in input sheet. What else could you use? Is there another form that you could use if you wanted to extend the, the listing agreement? Absolutely, that's the form 18, the amendment to the listing agreement. Okay, what else could you do with the form 18? You can do pretty much anything you need to to change terms of the listing agreement. As much as designated brokers, we hate the form 34 in a purchase and sale agreement. The Form 18 serves in that capacity for the listing agreement, the contract between the firm and the seller. I don't know how many times I've seen a Form 34 attempted to be used to adjust something in in that listing agreement. The Form 34 is for the purchase and sale agreement between seller and buyer. Form 18 is between firm and seller. And that's a really good distinction to make, where the Form 34 serves a purpose to amend or add terms to the purchase and sale agreement, Form 18 serves to amend the listing agreement. Correct. Right? Yes. There's boilerplate language in Form 18 to allow a change to the list price. Yep. Or to allow an extension of the listing term. And then there's that big blank space that, you know, is every DB's nightmare. (laughs) That you could use to, let's say that the seller wanted to change the amount of compensation that was offered. Yep. You could do that there. You could do that there. You could change the list date. Maybe your photos got delayed or they decided to list early. 
that's another option in that section as well. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about with respect to the amendment to the listing agreement? I think that about covers it. <clears throat> I have a question for you. Yep. I'm the seller. You're my listing broker. And I say, Camden, this isn't working for me right now. Um, there's been an illness in the family and it's just too much. I need to take the house off the market. Yep. What does your conversation with me sound like and which form do you have in your hand? Well, it depends on what the goal is. Is the goal that you're going to terminate the listing agreement and, and you both agree to that? Because both parties have to agree, or at least the, the firm has to agree. Or are we temporarily taking it off the market? Those are different and that would require use of different forms. Okay. If, if we're going to cancel the listing altogether and revisit later, then we would use a Form 52, which is a conditional release of listing agreement. Okay. And if I just need you to take it off the market for two weeks, which form? Form 19. So in, in NWMLS, whatever your status change form would be for your MLS. Okay. Um, take a look at that. Form 19 would be the one that we would use. Okay. So let's make this really clear because a lot of brokers make this mistake. Yeah. I say to you, Camden, I've had this life-changing event. I, I can no longer sell my home. You and I might have a conversation about what that means between us contractually. Absolutely. Maybe I owe you something. Maybe you let me out. That's a, that's a different conversation, right? Yep. But <clears throat> looking at the forms to use, a lot of brokers will pull out the status change form and say we're taking it out of the MLS yes. with no intention of ever putting it back in again. Yeah, so not doing temporarily off the market, but actually doing, there's a section on Form 19 that says canceled which does require the DB or managing broker signature. That's simply to make it inactive, take it out of the MLS. Right. So what you're saying is that if the listing broker and the DB use the form 19, mark the canceled, submit that to the MLS, cancel the listing from the MLS, the listing agreement itself between seller and listing firm is still a binding contract, right? Correct. Yeah, I agree with that. And here's where, where brokers sometimes get themselves into trouble. Seller says that to their listing broker, life-changing event, I wanna take the property off the market. And the listing firm says, okay, you can take your house off the market. <clears throat> and the listing firm even, listing broker, listing firm, creates the impression in the seller's mind that their relationship is, is done. Seller is free of the listing firm. And then seller turns around and sells the property. Maybe that was their intention all along. Maybe life circumstances just unfolded that way for the seller, but the seller turns around and sells the property. And then the listing firm comes back and says, hey, you owe us a, comp a commission. You owe us compensation based on that listing agreement. And the seller says, I thought we were done. And the listing firm says, no, all you did was cancel it from the MLS. We didn't release you from the listing agreement. Yeah. Now, you're the DB of a firm if you have a listing broker who's in that position with the seller, how, how does that play out? That's gonna be a tricky one. And that's gonna be, we're gonna to have to have that conversation. Um, I'm gonna go, well, as the DB of the firm, I better know in the first place that I only signed, or my managing broker better know, they only signed a, a, a Form 19 and not a cancellation, and have that conversation with that listing broker at that time, so we don't end up in that scenario. Yeah, I agree. And we better have some written communication. If the intention is to keep the listing agreement in place and only cancel from the MLS, we better have some communication in our file for that. 
I couldn't agree more. I don't know how that situation resolves. I know that I would never, ever want to be the designated broker in that position, uh, litigating with a seller for collection of, of compensation if the seller has communications between the seller and my listing broker indicating to the seller that they were done with us. And then we said, ah, 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 we used a different form, a form that you didn't know about. We didn't, we didn't use the form that you didn't know about. And so now you're listing, that's not going to play well. So Camden is right. You just need to have conversation within the firm about what's happening and between the firm and the seller about what's happening. And then brokers, make sure you use the form for that. Whatever that is in your case, make sure you use the form for that. I think the more common situation would be if a seller, because I think most brokers make this make this error thinking they're actually canceling the listing. Yep. I think I the think more so common too. would come back, the seller saying, hey, you were supposed to still be trying to sell my property. We just wanted it removed from the MLS. And you could, as a broker, you could potentially face whatever obligation you have that you agreed to in your listing agreement that you weren't doing because you thought it was completely canceled. It's funny you say that that's the more common because I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that being the scenario you probably have. So it's the difference in being the hotline lawyer and being the DB who's actually in charge of making things happen. Right. The stories that, that we are asked to interface with. Um, regardless, the answer is the same. Yep. Form have, 52 if you're canceling a listing. Yeah, form 52 if you're actually, if you're actually trying to terminate, terminate the listing. listing but the, the answer is have a conversation so that everybody Every. knows exactly what's supposed to be happening and then use the correct form. That's right. If you have questions on this topic or any other, please visit warealtor.org, follow the links to the legal hotline, and hit the tab to ask me a question. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member.